You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Inc., the Google Ads Agency. Dude, I've been stealing your content more than I care to admit. I've been a member of you guys for a while, so I saw the video and I was getting hit up on Upwork and stuff and saying like, man, I saw your YouTube videos, like Solutions 8. The stuff that you put out is is rock solid. Just amazing. Really, like it's it's crazy, but the amount, and it's actionable. It's, it's real, meaty, right. specific. Well, you're a prolific concept creator, but I also think you're an idiot. Like, Reach out to your reps about betas. I ignore the Google reps like they're my in-laws. Try to get ahead of the curve, like with Pmax. Don't wait three months until it's gone. Start testing it now. It's the cheapest it's ever been, and now is the cheapest time to it will ever be. Ever, it's ever. only ever gonna get more expensive. That's exactly. the way these things work. Hello and welcome to your daily Google News. I'm Kasim. And this is Corey. Corey, how do I say your last name? Lindholm? Lindholm. It's it's Swedish. Yep. Awesome. Have you been to Switzerland? Not yet. I'm actually going in September, though. All right, dude, my wife and I, are, we were going to go and COVID killed the dream. What are you going for? Yeah, that happened to me in 2020. I was all ready to go and then COVID came along. Well, I'm a digital nomad, so I'm one of those weird guys that is constantly in a new place and just loving the lifestyle. So yeah, I'll be uh, traveling there for about a month or two. It was, so we have some close friends from there and, and what they told us is there's, there's German Swiss, French Swiss, and then Italian Swiss. And you have to like pick, it's like a gang war and you have to decide right. like whose side you're going to be on. So right. where are you going? Well, it depends on where the, uh, the good beer is. That's going to be one determinant for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cause I know probably that the German right. Swiss. If I, yeah, you know, I'm just stereotyping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're probably right. No, I'm one of these guys that I like to not have too many like structured plans when I'm traveling. I like to kind of feel it out. I feel like you get a better vibe of the culture and stuff. So that's the digital nomad of me, uh, the geeky Tim Ferriss side of me. But yeah, man, I'm looking to fill it out. I'm going to be in the major cities and then I'm going to head down more south towards Italy and Spain after that. That's very cool, man. Good for you. Thank you. The Swiss are a whole nation of preppers. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, unbelievable. Like they have they have enough nuclear bunkers to house their entire population, plus an additional 20 percent. They all have automatic weapons under their bed and trained to use them. They've got <laughs> I've done like in, intense amounts of research on this. The like problem is they don't have a golden visa program, so I can't get Swiss citizenship. Anyway, yeah. not <laughs> anyway, why we're here. So we first of all, the audience. Get yeah, <laughs> I know everybody's like, and they just got real creepy real quick. Dude, I've been stealing your content more than I care to admit, and not intentionally, I was telling you this before the call started, my team has a thread in Slack where we just like drop cool stuff that we learn. And usually it comes from a lot of different sources, but your LinkedIn feed, it got shot up a couple of times and I was starting to shoot videos around it. Then I started to feel guilty. So I don't know, how did, they, did I reach out to you or did I just mention you on the channel? You mentioned me on the video and I've been a member of you guys for a while. So I saw the video and I was getting hit up on Upwork and stuff and saying like, man, I saw your YouTube videos, like solutions eight. And sure enough. Yeah. And then I saw your video from that. Yeah, that's, that's super great. cool. So first thing, if you're watching this, you have to go follow Corey on LinkedIn because, and I did, I really mean this, like the stuff that you put out is rock solid. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just amazing. Like, honestly, I don't know where you find the time. <laughs> yeah, that it's is just, a trick. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, it's crazy, but the amount, and it's actionable. It's real, meaty, right. specific. So whatever it is that you're doing, you're obviously doing it right. Really appreciate it. And I'm not going through the LinkedIn feed very well. It's showing a lot of stuff that you like. I want to show the stuff that you've created. Yeah, yeah. But somebody like, go follow Corey now. And what I really like, and this is going to sound so arrogant, I actually agree with what you have to say. Right. Like there's some thought leaders out there that are producing like an intense amount of content, but I'm yeah, like, yeah. 
well, you're a prolific content creator, but I also think you're an idiot. Like you're a super <laughs> sharp cat and you figured out some things in Pmax that we had to figure out the hard way too. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I've stolen stuff from you. So I think you've got really solid thoughts and ideas. And because you've been a part of the channel, here's, I want to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Where am I wrong? Like, where are my knowledge gaps? If somebody has been watching, listening, paying attention to us, where would you say like, hey, Solutions 8 is great, fine, pander, out of the way. Where do yeah. we suck? Well, you don't suck anyway. You guys are amazing. You have some great staff. But I will say when you guys came out, I know John was pushing this too. And I talked to him on email about this as well. He was like, maximize conversions. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. man, I was really that worried about that. That was the lure of the hardwood. I tried it too. I tested about 50-50 on my accounts, especially my multi-million accounts. Like I really wanted to push that. And it made sense logically, but Google ads is not all logical, unfortunately. And of course, a lot of that was just pushing those sort of lower AOV products. And that was kind of the most common complaint. I'm sure you guys saw it as well. And talk about long-term optimization. That becomes the trick is the client go, how do we push these bigger guys? I've got clients that got multi-thousand dollar products. Then they got those 50, 60 AOVs. How do we get all the 50, 60s to be optimized? But obviously, how do we get those more expensive products sold? So that was the trick. That was the one big thing. I was like, yeah, I mean, they'll learn just like I did. Learn the hard way. That's exactly what happened. We ran two sets of horses, right? And it was maximized conversion, maximized conversion value. And all the maximized conversion campaigns, they they all spiked quick. And we were like, oh, well, obviously we'll go this way. But then, then afterwards, you're like, well, now there's nowhere to go. Right. And we're sorry. We made a mistake. Backpedal. Exactly. Um, that's that's really part funny. of the game though. I mean, I've been in this long enough when Google ads was like that green, ugly thing. And like, no one knew where to find search terms. Like I've been doing it a while. And that's always this. I mean, you have to fail fast. You have to try it. I'm just like John in the sense of just, you got to break it, man. You got to break it and figure it out. Don't just follow what Google tells you. Don't just follow what your guru tells you. Look at different people. Look at what guys out there in the field that are actually doing it and not just putting out courses. What are they trying? Try it yourself. Test it in your own accounts. It's the only way to really succeed in this. Dude, so I, we needed to cut everything that you just said down to like a soundbite and just play that on repeat for people because there's this, there's the perpetual student. And for so many of them, I'm like, just go out and give it a shot. Yes. And here's what's really interesting is you're going to learn so much from that, so much more than you're going to learn from every guru and every course that you'll ever buy ever. Absolutely. So open up Google ads, spend a little bit of money. I know it's nerve wracking and terrifying. Right. You've got more of a, a bend towards e-com. That's correct, more or less. Yeah, for sure. I've done it all, whether it's app only, all lead gen, giant B2B, enterprise software, whatever it is. But I lean definitely more towards e-com. It's where I find my sort of unique style. And honestly, that's just where Google ads shows a lot of preference for features to things. So for me, it's all about like focusing on where I can get the most value for the client. And it sounds cliche, but that's really my thing. So for me, e-com, I can provide the most value. It doesn't require as much client sort of reciprocation, right? They don't have to constantly be cranking out new stuff. <laughs> they don't have to do any work. Yeah. yeah. Write another article, please. We need something for gated content to get some first party data. It's just, it's a big ask for a lot of clients out there. So e-com, I really love it. I found a lot of success there. Yeah. That's great. So I'm going to ask you for something that's a wild breach of etiquette, but give us all your secrets. Like <laughs> oh, are the e-com clients watching this, what should they be doing? What are you excited about? What are the yeah. gold nuggets? Well, I mean, that's pretty loaded, right? So, I mean, there's a lot that can be done. I think one piece of it is you got to find somebody that knows what they're doing. One after, So usually when you hire them, you're thinking this guy sounds like he knows what he's talking about, he or she. 
I think this agency knows what they're talking about. You got to give it that first month. I always say avoid those. If you can try to avoid those guys who are trying to lock you in for year long contracts. It's going to be dependent, but there's a reason they're doing that. Right. I mean, most retention, I think the last report was something like six months. It was three so to six cautious. months. Three to six months. Six yeah. is high. Three to six months from HubSpot. There you go. And like yeah. for me, mine's, I think at this plus side show, it was like 15 months, something like that. Like my guys, yeah, they stick with 13. me. You're they winning. love it. There you go. <laughs> By two months. Yeah. You know, nothing. So honestly, you got to be first off cognizant of who you're working with. You got to like them. You got to like the personality. I think that's a big piece. But as far as like golden nuggets, I mean, on, one thing, the biggest thing that's really top of mind relevant, get on board with PMAX, get on board with automation. That's going to be my question. So you are yeah, all yeah. on on PMAX, right? Like no, there's absolutely, no... Absolutely. I mean, look, Google's not giving us a choice. And I think the right. longer you fight that, I still get people going... Hey, well, should I just stick with smart shopping as long as I can? It's like, why? I mean, it's already going away and they're not going to- Have all of your smart shopping campaigns upgraded? Pretty okay. much, yeah. Well, the ones that I'm managing or that I kind of, if I consult and do an audit for, sometimes I'll see people that start still doing that as best they can, which is basically just keeping PMAX untouched which right. is, a, I would not recommend that strategy, but get on board. I mean, look, if you've been doing this long enough, you realize you can't fight the machine, right? Google has, they're going after what they're going after. We as advertisers and business owners are going after what we're after to recognize those differences and get on board with where Google's going and then just figure out ways to break that and kind of rebuild and, and make it better. I see all the time, I see these giant e-com accounts that are like, look, I don't know where to scale. I don't know where the opportunities are. I want to bring you on. I know I've been doing this a long time. I get in the account, everything's on manual bidding. And it's yeah. like, they're and, they're and there are hundreds of conversions, valuable conversions a month. And I'm going, well, I think we found the win here. Yeah. <laughs> right away. It's not always the case, but it's things like that. Trust it a little bit. I'm not saying just drink the Kool-Aid of Google and just do full broad match and do automated bidding completely. There are exceptions to the rule as anything, but honestly, yeah, get on board, do the best that you can to recognize where Google is going as a company and try to jump on board as an advertiser and try to get ahead of the curve. Like with Pmax, don't wait three months until it's gone. Start testing it now. It's the cheapest it's ever been. Now's the, the cheapest time to it get will ever be. Ever, it's ever. only ever going to get more expensive. Exactly. That's the way these things work. Yeah. Yes. So be willing to fail. Be willing to try it. Uh, it's like when Discover uh, campaigns came out, a lot of businesses are like, well, what's the difference between display and that? I don't really see the value. And it's like, let's try it. And of course, the guys, we tried it. Didn't always work for everybody, but you just got to try the new thing. Try the beta. Reach out to your Google reps. If you don't have access to betas, you're not a premier partner, reach out to them regularly. Just, hey, look, is there any betas we can try out? It may not be a good fit for you, but just reach out, see what's available out there. I think that's a big thing that people are definitely missing. And dude, there's a golden nugget right there. Uh, what you just said, I ignore the Google reps yeah. like they're my in-laws. Yeah, me too, and usually. I, yeah, and they've gotten sneaky. Like it used to be that they would just email and then they started to email and call. I've gotten hit up on LinkedIn and Messenger. I don't know how they're incentivized, but they're clearly incentivized to get in front of you. But I like what you're saying because you're absolutely right. All the betas that we've ever had access. Now we have, there's the low end Google reps that don't really work for Google. No, they yeah. work for like T-Tech or what, but then there's like the high end Google reps that get assigned to high spend accounts. All the betas we've ever had access to come from the Google reps. Right. So if you're watching this, there's a good reason to go cultivate a relationship with a Google rep. Don't take any of their advice. Dear no. God. No, dear God, don't do that. Yeah, that's really funny. So talk to me about the campaigns you run around PMAX. Because there's mm -hmm. PMAX, which, you know, you're for us, PMAX is center lane. It sounds like PMAX is center lane for you. Yeah. But we do a lot on the prefaces. What are you doing on the prefaces and in what context and why? 
Yeah, it's interesting. So DSA seems to be the one that speaks to PMAX the most for yeah, my, they play nicely. For, right. They play really nicely. So that's a big opportunity. If you've been running in a couple of weeks, it's whether or not it's doing well or not, it's definitely worth a try. If you don't have the spend, that's where it gets tricky. If you don't have to spend to add on DSA, but look at other ways to find that. If it's Facebook ads, if it's Instagram ads, maybe you're throwing a little bit at Pinterest, try to allocate a little bit more to DSA. I find 50-50 with broad match versus DSA. I like to test both of them, see what works better. But mm. DSA, I generally find, at least in the e-com space, to work a lot better. Look, we're not going to think of every keyword. And as account managers or business owners trying to do this in your spare time, you don't have time to like think of every search term that's ever going to come out and constantly be doing that analysis and checking SEMrush for new keywords. It's not the best use of your time. Utilize the automation, utilize the DSA, don't just over-focus on building more exact match keywords. That's not always the right strategy. So that's something I see kind of missed to quite often. So DSA, watch those search terms, see how they interact with PMAX. I'll see DSA do good for a while for certain search terms. And then PMAX seems to steal it, which is what PMAX kind of does, right. which is great. And I heard your guys' strategy too on build a branded campaign if it's not in there. So it intentionally steals from it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, just take it, man. So it's a got to do it works. I like DSA. Obviously, branded goes well with it. You got to do this is like my opinion, but I think honestly, you got to do display remarketing. If not YouTube remarketing, you got quality assets and you're willing to keep those videos refreshed. It's a good quality video, brand story, et cetera. Go ahead and try that as far as remarketing and then get some display going as well. Again, if you have solid assets, if not, just get whatever you can do. Do a little bit of display remarketing to help support PMAX. PMAX is not focused on remarketing like smart shopping is. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you wanna work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. Dude, you just gave a masterclass right there. I'm going to repeat what I heard. We're running PMX Center Lane. Alongside of that, you're going to run DSA. And that's yeah. going to be an exploratory campaign that you're using yes. in order to find out where else you can expand. And not just necessarily in PMAX, because yeah. you can use DSA to expand in other areas. Right. We're running display remarketing, YouTube remarketing, if applicable, if you have the assets, which yeah. I agree with, by the way, because video assets are tough. Yeah. Uh, then what else did you say? Oh, here's my question. Search. Mm -hmm. Google says, which is the beginning of all lies, right? Yeah. Google says, <laughs> Google says that, that exact match search is prioritized over PMAX and then PMAX seems to be prioritized over everything. Else. Have you seen no. PMAX no. steal from exact match? That is not true at all. Dude, right. What is, <laughs> I why, proved why that lie over to us? and over again. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like I saw the documentation. I, I got the slides you guys got. No, that's not the case, man. I mean, you can just look at branded traffic and you can watch your branded search campaign compared to your PMAX it's not going to prioritize your exact match keywords. I would have loved that because it gives us a little bit of control right. in like the cross pollination across campaigns, but that does not seem to be the case. So I don't know if they're lying, but doesn't, oh, they're doesn't seem lying. to be the case shit. across all my accounts. Yeah. It's well. such, it's just like, I just feel abused. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I feel so abused by Google. And so I just keep coming back to it's right. There's nowhere else to go. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't know. Every time they roll anything out, the thing that's really pissing me off, to be honest with you, is the fact mm -hmm. that we don't have negatives. Yeah. Because I know it exists and you can ask your Google rep to add negative. Like it's, a, yeah. and there's a button out there that would be mm -hmm. like enable negatives for users. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Maybe I'll ask you like, why yeah. would Google hold that back? What's the point? 
Well, I think awesome. I know they don't want us to mess up their beautiful algorithms, right? right. They're, they're, so Google internally, right? If you listen to like Frederick Valets and guys like that who have worked inside of Google, it's all about like, let's not perfection get in the way of starting something. We have to remember that when we think about new Google features, new beta rollouts, these are engineer-minded technicians, right? These are guys that are putting out new features without making sure it's just right. They're going to just put it out there and see what happens. And that's not always going to be this perfect beta. So you got to consider that because they are more the mindset of, let's get it out there. Let's get some data back, which is kind of like what we do as advertisers. And then sure. we will optimize from there. But we can't go into these new things and expecting they're going to be great right away. There's going to be tons of features. We see the PMAX, for example, being rolled out. I think there's over 100 that are coming. So this is a great example. But I think as far as a mindset, that's important. I know every Google rep I talk to is different. I've been just shut down over and over by some. We don't have that. We don't have negative keywords for PMX. I'm like, I literally just copied and pasted an email yeah. <laughs> for other people. You said, that's totally fine. I got it. I've even had one tell me that they can do placement exclusions. And then no other rep has ever told me that before. So I wonder, I don't know. I don't know if it's always like they all have the same information. Doesn't seem to be the case. I had a conversation with somebody about placement exclusions instead of PMAX. I'm trying to remember who it was right now. It wasn't Fred, but I heard the exact same thing. Like, mm -hmm. oh, placement exclusions are available. No, yeah. they're not. No, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. and I will say just to tag on to like other opportunities, like where do you go outside of Google Ads? Super underrated. I know you guys mostly do Google Ads, but I, I imagine you might touch on some Microsoft ads. Super underrated for e-com. If you guys aren't hitting a little bit of Microsoft ads, even if it's just like autopilot importing, it's not how I'd recommend doing it, but just like have some bare minimum. There you go. <laughs> if you can just do that, I mean, I have seen crazy results from Microsoft ads and I'm not going to like die on the hill of saying Microsoft's going to like change your business overnight. It's not. But if it can get you an extra 20% of revenue because it's a certain demographic, it's people that it's usually an older demographic. It's people that are just using the browser that came pre-installed in their computers. You don't want to miss those people by not putting some advertisements out there. So if you're doing generally pretty well on Google, don't try, don't miss that opportunity of expanding on a Microsoft ads and grabbing a few sales here and here, uh, here and there. So that's great that's advice, man. Yeah. You know, so this is shameful to admit, but I'm just going to admit it because I'm an open door more or less. I absolutely agree with you with Microsoft ads. You've heard me say this before. We had this, ins this insanely high performing real estate investment campaign mm -hmm. account business for seven years. I was in every major MSA. And what I never told anybody at the time, but what I'm going to say now is Microsoft was a huge chunk of that because no, everybody was I mean, like tooth and nail at Google. Yeah. CPCs and Google could be four or $500. CPCs and Microsoft were like eight bucks. It was, un exactly. it was unbelievable. Yeah. The reason we cut out Bing, it was just a process issue. Yeah. Because I'm, yeah. I've got 200 clients. And so <laughs> yeah. managing two different ecosystems, it's just near impossible. So, yeah. dude, I think Facebook is more viable than it's ever been because of True. iOS 14. Yeah. It's like, it's now actually relatively blue ocean. A lot of bullshitters got burned off. Mm -hmm. I think Bing is ultra, I think CTV, like there's a ton of really viable places to go for traffic. Yeah. But from a, because I just have this monster, like 200 clients is a monster agency. Yeah. 20, 30 clients is big. 200 clients is just like, it's just, it's too big for me to, we're just on this great big Leviathan of a ship. And I, I've gotten super deep, but if Good you're a smaller now. agency, <laughs> dude, I love it. I'm really, I am. Really, yeah. If you're a smaller agency or a nimble freelancer, like you should absolutely be reaching out to other yes. traffic channels because the influence is unbelievable. Right. And as a freelancer, talk about upsell opportunities. I mean, look, oh, it's yeah. not just for you, like the client's going to benefit from it as well. And you're going to get some experimental data that you can then inform your Google ad strategy. If you want to put 90% of your spend on Google, 
keep in mind, Bing's going to have different insights that are not going to be available in Google, whether that's the granularity of search terms that can kind of give you a heads up as to those hidden search terms that Google isn't showing you. Right. It's an extra place to find more insights. And uh, yeah, I think for B2B companies, they have specific features that are just for them. It's not a bad idea to at least get some spend going on well, there. Because Microsoft owns LinkedIn. So the B2B exactly. integration with LinkedIn, the, the segmentation that Microsoft has from LinkedIn is actually really powerful. Right. I have yeah. a theory. This is a theory, Custom. Okay, so, so bear with me. This is my conspiracy hat on a little bit. I, if I'm Microsoft, I'm You're trying on the to right out. show, bro. This is what we do here. <laughs> so how do we steal some market share from Google ads rather than just doing what we're doing now, just literally like copying whatever Google does. Now they're trying to figure out how to do Pmax. I don't know how they're going to do that. Right. But I'm sure they're working on that like diligently. Yeah. If I'm Microsoft, I'm thinking, okay, what are the biggest complaints you're hearing with Pmax so far for Legion? It seems nearly impossible. We got to separate by a billion campaigns just to get data on those asset group on those asset group levels. Could Microsoft come out and say, look, we've got sort of a, whatever they want to call it, Pmax for Microsoft, but it's geared more towards a lead gen type of company. Why? Because that's where they can be unique. They already have so much more B2B data than Google has, I would imagine, just because of it's Microsoft and they own a lot of that data. I'm just, I'm just spitballing, right? Like this is my thinking. They're going to probably start focusing more on that B2B space. I hope so, at least for the, the PMAX side of those types of prospecting, top of funnel, awareness-based campaigns that are mixed in with bottom of funnel, essentially PMAX. I would hope at least that Microsoft starts developing something more geared towards that. Because from my experience, Google does seem to focus a lot of their features and their algorithms to sort of go towards e-com. And it makes sense. It has more data and stuff like that. So it's my hope Microsoft starts kind of working towards that. I would imagine that's one way they could steal some market share because... I mean, Google, again, does not solely focus on lead gen. Microsoft does really well there. And I think it could be an, a market opportunity for them. But again, that I don't know that's going to happen. That's just my guess. Dude, that is brilliant. What's interesting to me is, and I've never thought about this before, so you've, you've planted the seed in my mind, but Microsoft owns the enterprise OS space. Right, exactly. Which mm-hmm. means they're the source. They're the originator of all the traffic from an enterprise perspective. Why they don't... And maybe they do. I don't know. But, yeah. but but it doesn't feel like they've made it available. And I've had quite no. a few enterprise B2B clients. Why they don't make that, that data, that targeting available, A. And then B, and I wonder this about Apple all the freaking time. Why don't they go native with their ads? Right. Why are we waiting before you enter the frame? Like the backdrop of my desktop, Microsoft Effect. I have an Apple computer now because I'm shameful. Yeah. But for <laughs> a decade owned that. And like, right. I, I don't understand why they haven't seized more control over it. It's only a matter of time, I think, until Apple rolls out their own native inbuilt ad platform, independent of apps, browsers, whatever. Um, What what an amazing theory that is. I absolutely Mm -hmm. agree with you. Yeah. 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 You're fun to listen to, Corey. you got a lot of really good ideas, man. So let's talk just real quick because I've only got four minutes left. Oh, sure. You're all up on LinkedIn. Now, Colin Schmelbeck, who I know you probably know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's Twitter famous. So I went and chased him because I'm just a looky-loo and try to be Twitter famous. Like, why LinkedIn? Do you get any traction? Is that what we're doing? So to me, when I think about it, because I started in Facebook ads forever ago, when it was starting to become a thing, it got me in the space of where is my audience? Like, I think you have to really over-focus on user demographics, buyer profiles, whatever you want to call them. And for me, I said, well, who are the people I want to attract? And where are people having those conversations that are the ones I want to have? Like super nerdy, maybe a little conspiratorial. (laughs) It's not being sort of clouded by like the newest thing in hip hop or something like 
don't get me wrong, I love hip hop, but like it's it can be distracting, yeah. right? Where is a place where business owners, business people are just talking about business and where it's not super welcome to have a lot of distractions? LinkedIn made a lot of sense for me. So I love that. Also, I just love the characters because I'm I'm such a nerd at this, trying to stay at the cutting edge. I like to make some pretty big posts. It's pretty tough to do that with the character count on Twitter. So I still post there, but LinkedIn gives me the space. And I think it's just the audience. And yeah, I get some good reception there. I love just being able to get some stuff out there to people and something they can use. Things you don't like that aren't obvious, sort of the non-obvious things, things you can really, really utilize. That's really my focus there. That's great. So I'm going to include a link to your LinkedIn profile in the description of this video. Cool. I'd love to have you back if you're open to it. Of course. As we're learning more and PMEX starts to settle, I think that there's just going to be so much to talk about. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Last words to you, brother. What are the, the parting words for our listeners and watchers? Yeah. Keep going. Keep breaking things, guys. Like just break all the rules and build them back up, man. Like keep pushing, keep trying new stuff. Don't avoid trying the new features. Reach out to your reps about betas. Yeah, guys, just keep being creative. Keep those creative hats. It's, it's the only way we fight against the machines. We got to stay yeah. creative. So keep building those strategies and trying new stuff. I want to promote more people like you. So if you're watching this or if you know somebody like Corey, who's super smart with Google ads, I have zero fear of competition at this point, to be honest with you, just because there's so much business out there and we're overwhelmed. So go to solate.com forward slash pitch. Solely.com forward slash pitch. I'll include a link to the description of the video and pitch your idea at me. would love to have you on the show. Corey, really appreciate you, brother. Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Awesome. We'll see you around. Uh, right, until next care. time, peace. Hey, just wanted to give a quick shout out to somebody that a member of my team found. So good job, Uncar, for pointing us in this direction. I don't know this dude, but I love him. And he looks to be like a really awesome resource. He's posting a bunch of really good stuff that's Google Ads related. It seems like really solid content. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Kasim here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.